Hey guys, welcome to the Marriage Millennials Podcast. It is 11.21 p.m. on Monday, November 11th. Welcome back and thanks again for listening. And if you're new, hey, I'm your host Rochelle and my husband Samuel Shoyola and I are the creators of MarriageMillennials.com where we help millennials see God's design for faith, smart dating, and marriage. Pretty much, we share tools for millennials to honor Christ before a spouse and with one and prepare them for family if that is a current desire they have. Before we get started, as always, we want to tell you where you can keep the convo going with us after the end of this podcast, as well as some housekeeping for the site. This will be posted on the site, marriagebillennials.com, so if you have any questions, feel free to comment below on that post, or you can visit the Facebook page, backslash MFMillennials. My Twitter and IG handle is Rochelle Shoyola, and Sam's is Samuel Shoyola, so feel free to follow and talk with us there as well. Also, the podcast is on all listening outlets, so subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Just type Marriage Millennials in the search bar and it will pop up for you. Last thing, if you've been following or even if you haven't, there are a ton of cool things on the site from workbooks to our new free How to Change Your Love Life in 90 Days workbook, some products and more. So feel free to check those out as well. Alrighty guys, let's jump in. Hey guys, uh, back with another podcast, hoping you wrapped up a great weekend um, and had a great start to your week. I'm a little bit under the weather this week, so if I'm sniffling or I'm sighing, that's why. I'm kind of in the middle of it, so not completely starting to feel better per se, but feeling a lot um, better than I did before, so um, that's good, Um, but yeah. Our weekend was good. Was good. We had a date weekend. We pretty much went to restaurants all weekend. Um, you know, we laughed, loved on each other. Um, just Sam and I. We went to church on Sunday, and then we cleaned and watched a movie before we went to bed. And that was pretty much it. You know, we really had some time to just kind of hang out and um, love on each other. I'm kind of doing this new thing where you know the weekends are just our time to just do whatever we want to do that weekend. And so it's been really, really fun um, for us. But yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, Like I said, hope you guys had a good week, right? All right. So we're getting right into the podcast. And as you can hear, I'm solo dolo. I'm so, I'm by myself again. So you know what that means. Um, means that this is another installment. I love that word, like right, installment of a series but this is this is another installment to um the more than titus 2 and proverbs 31 series of podcasts that i started a couple podcasts ago and today we are going to talk about the lovely topic of gossiping so to get right in we're gonna do what any intellectual podcast would do and uh, that is go to Webster's Dictionary and define gossiping for those of you that need a refresher. Okay, so gossiping is defined as casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. And so to bring this to a more biblical definition, um, the Hebrew word translated gossip in the Old Testament is pretty much defined as someone who reveals secrets, right? Or someone who goes out and about as like a talebearer or like a, you know, scandal, you know, the person with the T pretty much. 
Um, and a gossiper is someone who has privileged information about people and proceeds to reveal that information to those other people who have no business knowing that information. And this can be as little as assumption or speculation. In 2019, this can be maybe a Facebook post you may see, or it can be all the way to information that was shared to you vulnerably by someone else. I mean, I know from personal past experience, gossip can be pretty addictive. You know, I would be remiss and just not honest if I sat here and said I've never gossiped I hate gossip it's not fun you know if it feels good to like I said have the tea the news to know what's going on in areas outside of your own kind of portion so you know like I said gossip can be pretty addictive right but why though right why do we love it so much especially as women why do we gossip so much and why do people in general love to gossip right well there are many reasons but I'm going to give you two for the sake of the time of this podcast and we have a lot more other stuff to kind of discuss um so the first one is People gossip because of the intent to glorify, right? Um, Gossipers often have the goal of building themselves up by making others look bad and, you know, exalting themselves in some type of way or just based on the knowledge that they may have of someone else, right? And this may not even be something that you realize that you're doing. This can kind of be a kind of a subconscious thing. Um, And... This is pretty much like the deflection game, right? Where if I gossip about this person, then me or my marriage or my friends or my career situation will automatically seem better than theirs, right? It's like sharing that negative information in hopes that your situation will seem more positive to the people who you're sharing that to. And so the second reason, you know, people gossip is the intent to hurt, right? Gossipers speak of the faults and failings of others or reveal potentially embarrassing or shameful details regarding the lives of others without their knowledge or approval, right? So even if they kind of mean no harm though, it's still gossip and it still hurts, right? So those are kind of the two reasons why people gossip. I'm sure there's probably more, but I'm just giving you two. Gossiping is an easy and natural thing to want to do in our lives, you know, our cultures and even our relationships with others in regards to, you know, spousal or friendships, right? I mean, we see people gossip at work. We see people gossip with friends. We see people gossip at church. And, you know, even when no one is watching, we even are constantly tempted to do it with our spouses, right? So I kind of want to break those gossip locations down and kind of talk about them in more detail, um, sharing some stories of my own and just also the overall concepts of how we gossip in those circumstances. So let's start right at the top, <laughs> gossiping at church, right? I remember growing up in church and gossip was like 98 percent of bonding between the members of the body of the church there was not really any discipleship there was not really any you know besides Wednesday Bible study youth choir practice on Friday and you know some other thing on Saturday and then church on Sunday 
you know, we kind of did things, but in regards to bonding, it was done through gossip. I mean, as a youth, you just knew. Like, everyone in their respective homes were, we were pretty much conditioned to not be vulnerable or not be transparent with our, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ. We were just pretty much conditioned to look, speak, dress proper, you know, to the nines, all the surface things to make it look like we had it all together, right? So that no one had anything to say about you, right? I remember that constantly being a thing, like, don't have people talking about you. And, you know, any sin you committed would be an embarrassment to your parents, not necessarily because you sinned against a holy, righteous God, but because the church would be talking about you, you know, that's, and that's literally what church was for me for years. And as I grew, you know, I saw that that gossip, it created bonds of gossip that have still lasted to this day. Like there are still people, um, in churches that I have been a member of in the past that are still like clicked up best friends due to that nature of gossip to this day. On the flip side, though, it has also ruined a lot of relationship between members of the body of Christ that can't be fixed, at least not right now, to this day because of that same gossip, right? And so that's definitely something that we have to make sure that we are being mindful of, you know, when we're in church and we're dealing with our brothers and sisters in general, um, just how gossip can bring people together for the wrong reasons and also tear people apart that should be reconciled. So moving on, we're going to talk about gossiping at work. Work gossip is the worst, but also the best kind of uh, gossip. And when I say best, I don't mean that gossip is good. I'm going to explain that in a minute. Um, it's the worst kind of gossip because gossip hurts, but we still have to abide by HR guidelines, right? Um, but it's the best lesson for us because you can't control what people say. And it does teach you to know how to be cordial and know how to turn the other cheek, right? Because you're kind of forced to do so. So it kind of helps you respond when someone is gossiping in a Christian way, in a way, because it forces you not to react and forces you to act Christ-like, even though you're kind of doing it so that you don't get fired. But um, that's what I kind of mean by best type of of gossip. I mean in the aspect of the lesson. Um, But nevertheless, it's... It hurts. But I will say, you know, this is the gossip lane that I would say, just being honest, I find myself in the most. Um, You know, by nature, I try to be quiet. But, you know, overall, once I open up, people tend to like my personality. And, you know, um, they... They gravitate towards me, but sometimes that comes with work drama or work gossip. And, you know, I definitely have to be mindful to keep that to a minimum. And um, it really should be to none, but um, at times I do find myself, you know, still failing at it. So if you find yourself gossiping at work, you know, think about that when you are at work, Um, you know, 
sometimes I feel like we feel like it's really hard to be like Christ while we're at work. Um, but that's one of the ways that you can kind of show, you know, God's light. If you are a woman or a wife that is working, um, you can show Christ's light through what you refuse to engage in at work, right? So wrapping that up, we're going to move on to gossiping with friends, right? How many of you have met a friend and maybe you guys had the same enemy or maybe um, you just were both equally as nosy? I don't know, right? Been there, done that in the past. Um, but there, we all know of friends that we have or others have that have bonded over gossip. Um, this is one of the areas I've been somewhat blessed because, you know, my friends and I don't really gossip and I'm not saying that to toot our own horns because I'm not saying that gossip is beneath us per se I'm sure um given a circumstance we would fall into the same sin that everybody else falls into it just happens to not be our friendship style if that makes sense usually when we kind of meet we're just kind of catching up with each other loving on each other planning trips eating food and just enjoying each other's company that's kind of how we love on each other but there are situations and other friend groups where they do bond over gossip and that's one of the hardest gossips to break like you know you can make a decision to go to church and not gossip maybe you can keep to yourself I'm not sure um, you can you know go to work and just decide to kind of duck off maybe you kind of start doing lunches on your own or maybe you just kind of keep to yourself at work you can kind of get away with that but gossiping with your friends friends who have become your family that's hard you know that that's that's definitely hard um and so but you want to be mindful of that when you are with your friends um what's the topic what's being talked about um how are you guys edifying each other and yourselves when you guys are in each other's presence what's the topic of concern right and last, gossiping with your spouse. Now, this is a type of gossip where most people feel justified in their gossip, right? My husband and I are a unit. We are one. Or my husband or my wife should be my greatest friend besides Jesus. So it's only right. Like, I'm, I'm going to share everything with him or, you know, or better yet, God calls us to judge one another and contend for the faith. So my gossip is just me doing that, right? It's just me critiquing them based on God's word, right? So my gossip of their life is justified. Things like that. Um, you know, I found as a wife that, I'll be honest, anytime I kind of dabble into that area of gossip, I can instantly see my husband like, get extremely uninterested like it's like it's not something that he's like like or maybe for like two or three minutes but after that he's kind of just like listen that's just not not my thing like I kind of want to go on to the next thing let's give people the benefit of the doubt that's just Sam you know and sometimes you're like but I want you to gossip with me though right and that's just not his thing and it's been such a blessing because it's kind of taught me that why is gossip in our home it doesn't need to be in our home. Now, you know, we, we'll still cut up, we'll crack jokes, and but other people don't necessarily have to be the focus of that. We can have our own insiders and jokes that we make just by, you know, watching a movie or something, you know? 
So maybe you found yourself in one of those four gossip settings. I mean, I personally have found myself in all four of those at some point in my life. Um, but now I want to kind of want to talk about as wives, what God says about gossip and how gossiping can most times be indicators of a mean heart and also idleness. So in the book of Romans, Paul reveals the sinful nature and lawlessness of mankind, right? States, he states how God pours out his wrath on those who rejected his laws. And because they turned away from what God wanted them to do, at some point God was like, listen, I'm just going to give you over to your sinful natures, right? You can have it. If this is what you really think that you want over me, um, let's see, right? And some of those lists of sins that he kind of gave them over to included gossip and slandering. And you can find that in Romans 1. Um, you know, we see kind of see from the passage, you know, how serious gossip is and how it really is a sin and how, you know, God's wrath still applies to gossip. You know, gossip has kind of become like a respectable sin where oh, it's not a big deal. Like, you know, we're just, we're just joking around. It's, it's not a big deal. But when you kind of read this passage, it sounds like, you know, God's wrath you know, it's still something that is for us, you know, when we, even when we gossip, right? So how does stuff like this apply to us as wives? Um, Paul cautions widows at the time, but I really think that this can still apply to wives today. He cautioned them against entertaining the habit of gossip or like being idle, right? Um, and those widows back then, they were described as gossips and busybodies, you know. And the nature of that is pretty much because women spent a lot of time in each other's homes, you know, and it was kind of like a village mindset concept, women ended up working closely with other women, right? And as women were got chatty, you were able to hear things as a wife or a widow, things that over time, especially repeat, being repeated over and over, like the telephone game, can become distorted, right? And so Paul was pretty much saying that, you know, the fact that, you know, widows got into the habit of going from home to home, looking for something to occupy their idleness, that was wrong, you know, because idle hands are the devil's work, right? And so in 2019, what I was thinking about this is like widows were going from home to home, but in 2019, this can be like girls night to girls night, you know, where you meet up with your girlfriends and you're pretty much like looking, or maybe you alternate homes with your friends and you hang out, right? But you're looking for somewhere to occupy the idleness that you have. And so as soon as you get to Susie's house, you gossip there. And then when you get to Rachel's house, you gossip there. And when you get to the restaurant for girls night, you gossip there. And you're just constantly, constantly going from place to place to just kind of host that parasite of gossip, right? And so God cautions us against that. You know, he cautions us from allowing idleness, especially idleness in that way, to enter our lives. And so practically, this means that we should do a couple of things. 
one, we should guard our tongues, right? Um, those who guard their tongues keep themselves from calamity. And you could find this in Proverbs 21. Um, also, you know, many friendships have been ruined over misunderstandings that start with gossip. You know, those who engage in gossip eventually stir up trouble and cause anger, bitterness, and pain amongst friends. And I am saying this because I have been the chief of sinners in this area, in this topic I have, right? Um, but I've really tried to make a conscious effort to just guard our tongues and just refrain from the sinful act of gossip or just bad speech as a whole, right? So first thing we need to do is make sure we personally guard our own tongues. Second is we need to be more selective on who we pick as women friends. And the reason why I say that is because, like I said earlier, friendship is a hard thing to break, especially when you get to the point where you're like family, <laughs> you know, because the time you spend together feels good. They know you, you know, you have a great time. You love them. It's really hard to stop gossiping once you start, especially if the women who surround you love the gossip, right? So when we pick our friends, it's much easier it's much easier to start off with women in your life that pour into you and don't gossip as opposed to trying to not gossip around a whole group of women that do. Right? Gossip betrays a confidence, right? It betrays a confidence. So, you know, man and or woman, we need to avoid those people who talk too much. If you find that your female friendships are majorly based on gossip, I would encourage you to ask yourself why. What is it about whatever we are gossiping about that is bothering us, concerning us, or allowing us to obsess over? Then I would even encourage you to go a little deeper and ask yourself this. If gossip was no longer allowed in this group, if we decided to take gossip away or if I no longer engaged in gossip, how long would we still be friends? That's important, you know, because there are some friendships where once the common enemy is no longer an enemy, it's kind of hard to maintain the other friendships because there's nothing to talk about anymore, right? Or, you know, once you, once the boss that you both hated is gone, you either have to pick the next thing to gossip about or the combo's pretty much done, right? Um, same thing with church and even, you know, sometimes with your spouse. Um, so three, realize how much time we waste when we gossip. Um, you know, I haven't really kind of told anyone, but I've kind of slowly been coming back into social media, but I took a pretty hard break. Besides the business account for Marriage Millennials, I've took I've taken a really um, long break from social media just because, you know, it's a lot. It's overstimulating. And also, I wasted so much time, you know, on it. And I think that 
when gossiping is occurring, it's no, it's literally no different. Um, you know, you can be chilling with friends and you guys could be doing something else. Maybe you guys could be bouncing ideas off of each other. Maybe you guys could be pouring into each other. Maybe you guys could, you know, just be doing other things, right? But you're wasting time gossiping. There are so many ways in which we're idle when we do that. And four, replace that idleness with work and God's word. And that's pretty much kind of transitioning out of point three um, from what I said before. It's just like realize, you know, what you really could be doing in that time when you are gossiping. And then also, you know, using that time to study God's word with whoever you're with if that person, you know, is a believer. You know, you never... it's. It, I don't know if maybe any of you guys have ever heard this. Maybe like, um, maybe it's like a Saturday and you're kind of chilling in your room, and um, maybe you might tell your mom like, "I'm bored," and your mom will say, "Do you need me to give you something to do?" You know what I mean? Like, there's so much things to do in this house. Um, you know, if you're bored or if you want to be idle, I can give you a broom or I can give you a mop or, you know, I can give you a task to occupy your time. And I feel like God's word is no different. Like there's never a point where you will be bored with God's word. There's never a point where you, there's, you've mastered everything. So there's nothing that you can do. And so like, you know, if you find yourself gossiping or just like liking to consume things that lead to gossip, Crack open the word because you you more than likely, if you are a human being breathing on this earth, you more than likely have some more work to do in regards to studying God, right? And so, yeah, so that kind of wraps this podcast up today. Um, I really hope that you guys um, enjoy this and find this encouraging. Um, again, like I said, I am not the teacher who has never gossiped or the I'm not trying to be an expert in this thing I'm just kind of um, going through this and as I go through this I'm kind of sharing what I am um, learning as it is changing my life um, and just topics that I think um, has started to kind of help me as a wife um, things that have stepped out of Titus 2 um, and Proverbs 31 you know I like I said Take this with you, you know, share this with people that you know. Um, And even if you're surrounded with people who gossip over time, you know, if they truly cherish you or love you, like they will understand, well, maybe if we are not rid of this sin, maybe we'll do it when so-and-so is not around. But you'll still have those people that love you. And even the people who may, you know, feel like you're too holier than thou, um, you know, you'll begin to find new people who operate um, in friendship in different ways, you know. Even even in church, you know, there's always someone who is just, you know, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear the gossip. And you can gravitate towards that person, have that person disciple you. Um, and things, in, even in your church relationship with that person, will start to, you know, get deepen. And get more vulnerable and you'll have someone to kind of confide in on a closer level. And even with your spouse, you know, 
try to replace gossip with just things that you guys would like to do together, you know? Um, I kind of, when, when, when husbands and wives that bond over gossip, it's kind of just like, you might need more things that you guys both like in each other, um, you know, to kind of keep you guys close if you take if you take gossip um, away, right? And work is no different, right? And so, yeah, that's all I have for you today. Um, I hope to come back with another podcast maybe in a couple weeks. Um, and um, more than likely, Sam and I will do some podcasts in the middle of that. All uh, right. Well, take care, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.